Welcome to Fold in the Cheese, the recipe for fantasy football success. We are your hosts, two average dudes, watched a lot of football, played a lot of fantasy football, and our wives told us to get real jobs. And uh, we said pass. We'd much rather talk about football instead, so here we are. Uh, this is a podcast for those who are just starting in the fantasy football. We want to bring some knowledge to help you get started. We'll be here along with you on the whole journey throughout the season, checking in, checking in with players and seeing who we should sit, who we should start, all that fun stuff. And for those who are a little more advanced, don't worry, we got some stuff for you too. Yeah, so if you're a casual fantasy player and you're tired of not winning, we're going to change that for you. If you never played before and you feel like, hey, I think I'd like to play this and I think I'd like to win my first time through, we're here for you too. Let's make this happen. Get some W's. Let's get it. Welcome into Folding the Cheese. It's your boy, K. Troll, on the mic today. Excited to be here on this Thursday. I don't have COVID, unlike everyone else in the NFL, but Ooh. I am joined by the buzz to my Kevin McAllister. Don't you know how to knock Flemwad? Can I sleep in your room? I don't want to sleep on the hide of bed before. If you have something to drink, he'll wet the bed. Ethan Gelfan, what up? E? Stay out of my room, Kevin. Stay out of my room. Put your get your tarantula on me. I had like a shit ton of money though hidden in my room, which I kind of wish I had now. Yeah, right. Uh, anyone who's interested in sending us quote a shit ton of money, <laughs> just in a tin can so. though. Yeah, how to be in that tin or is a tin box? Anyway, I yeah. feel like there was a lot of money. He used that money to buy groceries. Oh, he, yeah, get the pizza. I mean, there was a lot of cash True. for that day. True that. True that. He had a lot of a lot of cash, uh, especially especially considering it was like 1990. Right, that was like. At that yeah. time, it was basically a million dollars. Like, whoa, Buzz, you're a millionaire. <laughs> Buzz was probably like buying and selling cigarettes or something. Like, how like how old is Buzz supposed to be in there? Because Kevin's what ten? I was guessing like sixteen or so for Buzz. I think he's okay. like right around that age. Yeah, he's he's doing shady stuff. Let's be honest. No doubt. I he's mean, punk. the dude has a pet tarantula. He's got a BB gun. What else does he have? I think that's probably the big red flags. But you know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel like Home Alone is always just one of those movies where it doesn't matter. Like whenever it's on, it doesn't matter where you are. You will always stop and watch at least 20 to 25 minutes of it. It's a great movie. It's a classic. Obviously, it's one of of the very best Christmas movies. And I agree. Like it's entertaining no matter where you hop on. Yes. In part, in part, because like sort of like Christmas Vacation, like in part because you have so many memories watching it and you've seen it so many times. But it's also just, it's kind of nonstop action there, like the second half, nonstop action. It's slapstick. It's fantastic. Well, it's kind of funny. I feel like now that I've gotten older and I'm the adult, I honestly feel like the the part where like the booby traps and stuff probably isn't the funniest stuff for me now. It's more of the relatable stuff. Like Kevin gets scared by the heater in the furnace. Sounds. I was like, yeah, that was me. I got scared. Of the I'm still scared of the furnace. Um <laughs> But just like the little nuances, like when he puts on shaving or aftershave and he just obviously the the iconic scream. But right. the fact that as a kid, you don't know why he's yelling. Like, why he why is he yelling for no reason? It's like, no, shit, that shit hurts, man. After That's you true. shave, it's like, God damn it. <laughs> <It does burn. laughs> that is true. This is just true life now. That is true. Um, you, you mean it's not relatable for you to have fend <laughs> off, fended off some burglars and... I mean... Brought your army men to protect your house and had a Michael Jordan cut out on a train that was... it's so funny like looking at these i would definitely never survive like a zombie apocalypse i would never survive uh two numbskull crooks trying to break into my house because i would never be so creative i'm like oh crap um so his initial reaction running under the bed okay yep i can do that yes under the bed i'm good okay i think i'm i'm good here for like a week 
And then but yeah. no, he thinks I'm going to stage a whole show. Let me hook up my train, cut out Michael Jordan, get freaking a record player to have that one lady do the little shimmy hula dance. Like, come on. You get the movie going where he's yelling at people like I mean, he's he's it's pretty genius, really. Well, that's and he did saying. it like, you know what? And it looks like it was effortless. I mean, he really just looks like he he'd he'd planned that his whole life. Like he was ready for this moment. Yeah, it's kind of like he just had a backup plan. Like for maybe he whenever. was just like a prepper. Like he's, he's a, a survivalist. Like nowadays, he's just a prepper. You know, is he like bottling his own urine to strain later <laughs> when all the water goes out and stuff like that? Yeah, <laughs> that's, the, yep. that's the prequel. He's pickling uh, vegetables. And, <laughs> yes. yes, he uh, Kevin McAllister. They should do like a another. They've obviously they've done like a million home alones at this point. They're getting right. worse and worse, but they should do like a, where are they now movie on Kevin that's focused on Kevin McAllister. And he's just like a total survivor survivalist has a bunker and all that. Stuff. Yeah. He's got a bunker and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. They should do that. Like this so, is what happens when you start out like this with Macaulay Culkin, obviously that skyrocketed his career child star huge for what that five to six year span or whatever. Um, and then he obviously went off the map. Everyone kind of thinks he went a little crazy. He looks, he looked so weird and just was out of the limelight. But um, I've always, I've always been intrigued by him. And I remember a few years back reading our uncle that like, he's just like a normal dude. Yeah. He looks, he's a little off the wall, but just kind of like a normal guy. But they were saying that uh, they were throwing out a rumor of kind of doing another true to fact home alone and he's like i would love to play the dad i was like that's great man that'd be, that'd be awesome yeah i would watch that just for that sense just because absolutely you know the throwback nostalgia but i just like it when actors have no problem accepting that like yes this is my one claim to fame it was 30 years ago i'm cool rocking that like mark hamill yep. of star wars same thing like he has embraced the fact that he will always be luke skywalker doesn't matter what it is but he will ham it up He'll interact with fans on on like social media and stuff like that and just totally embrace it. So I like the fact that Macaulay embracing it. Yeah, that's it. true. There's a lot of actors that try and escape their their past, but like that's what made you famous. So like, yeah, maybe just embrace it. You know, um, I feel like Screech, I think was that way. Dustin Diamond was that way. R.I.P. Screech was that way, though. He was like always trying to not be Screech anymore. Yeah. And I mean, I, maybe I get it more because he's like this nerdy kid that kind of got made fun of or whatever. But like he was also like an iconic character. In you know one of the greater shows of that time, yes, more popular shows of that time. Come on, man, just embrace it, you know. But it also turns out it sounds like he was just a d bag. It did sound like that. R.I.P. But still, R.I.P. <laughs> but R.I.P. But, but, but but still, uh, one, other, one other child actor though, uh, Dana Radcliffe of the Harry Potter franchise. He yeah. is the best of both worlds because he is definitely embraces Harry Potter. Like the fact that he will always be known as Harry Potter, but he has also gone on to have like a successful non Harry Potter career in like, yeah. you know, not huge, big budget roles, but he's been in a crap ton of movies and he's always good in them. And again, I just always hear he's also one of the, like the nicest guys in Hollywood that he'll just, I don't know. Well, I think about Neil Patrick Harris, who was Doogie Howser. Yes. And that was like child star, but then he completely just disappeared. Remade, he remade, well, he remade himself and he turned oh. into like Barney and how I met your mother and several other commercials and other shows. And like, he just became like this completely different adult actor. Like it's all, yeah, he disappeared for like 10, 15 years and then mm-hmm. reemerged as like, Hey, this is new actor in town, Neil Patrick Harris. And you're like, yeah, I've never acted before. before. You yeah. don't remember me because I'm new from hit shows like Doogie Howser. But it is the best though when they can pull it off because again, I, I hadn't seen him since. Oh, actually, no, he was. Was he in Harold and Kumar before uh, How I Met Your Mother? 
I think, I think he was. timing wise that came out first. Yeah. Because that was probably the first time you saw him since Doogie Hauser. Like, oh crap, Doogie. But the fact that he was playing himself in that movie was a little different. But yes, yeah, so then when he reinvents himself in How I Met Your Mother, he completely pulls it off. And yeah, you always know him as Doogie, but you're like, okay, Neil Patrick Harris, I see you. Yeah. <laughs> Barney was such a badass character, too. You're kind of like, so all good. right, you have you have escaped the shadows of Doogie. Yes, very much so. Um, anyway, let's get into some football today. We've got a lot of news to cover here because COVID is blowing up the league right now. This is yeah, absolutely insane. I I heard yesterday there were a hundred new cases Jeez. just in the three days of this week. You know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I'm sure there will be more today. It's it's becoming a real problem all at once, and which is just so crazy. I mean, I know we were talking about it for Monday Night Football. How there were just 37 that day alone, and now to hear a hundred, it's just. I don't know why it's bizarre. Well, I mean, I know why everyone's spitting on each other and all that sweating. Well, it's yeah, it's a lot of asymptomatic spreading is what they're saying. And so these guys have no idea they've got it. Sometimes they're not testing positive until after like they're asymptomatic and spreading it and then testing positive like the next day or something. And it's like, well, shoot, like we weren't socially distanced because we didn't need to be or because we play football and you hit people and you're in front of people all the time, <laughs> right? Top of everyone. You're on top of people. But like, so like entire teams are just getting wiped out. Cleveland's getting hit hard. Washington's getting hit hard. The Rams obviously getting hit hard. We heard Odell Beckham after the Monday night game tested positive on Tuesday. And it's like, he was clearly exposed before then, you know, right. um, with all the other guys in the locker room. So it's just, it's been pretty wild. And it, it sucks for a lot of reasons, obviously the health reasons, but I think we haven't seen anybody go down too hard in the NFL that I'm aware of yet. So I'm not necessarily as worried about that, but we're the fantasy playoffs here, man. I mean, <laughs> this, like, do these people not understand? Does the does the strain, does Omicron not get that we need all these players healthy right now? Omicron is trying to blow up fantasy football, and I'm waging war against Omicron. That's some bullshit. Oh, you're officially waging it. Oh. I'm waging war against Omicron. It. Um, this is a sidebar, but it kind of reminds me of... <laughs> it's a sidebar. <laughs> Sorry, we have too many sidebars. When I lived in Atlanta, there was... Uh, nearly enough sidebars. Continue. Russia was like being aggressive towards the country, Georgia, I think. And people in Atlanta, some of the uh, backwoodsy folks were calling oh, into God. radio shows and being like, hey, you tell Putin, you can't mess with Georgia. You can't come find me and my guns. It was like, oh, hell yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, hell I'm, not yeah. Even, I'm not even mad at that. I'm not even you mad. What, I was like, hell yeah. You're right. You, you go protect the state of Georgia. <laughs> That's right. So I am way too against Omicron and uh, come get our guns, Omicron. You want some of this? I just like it's fancy football playoffs. You go, you go tell Putin. It's like, oh, because he's on my direct line. Yes. Let me call <laughs> yes, him. Yes, I'll let him know. Hey, Vlad, uh, we got Billy Bob over here who says, come get his guns. So Come get my guns in Georgia. You, why is he trying to fight Georgia? <laughs> it's the peach state, man. That's right. That's right. Good old Georgians. Got love for the Georgians. Um, so, yeah, it's 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 blowing up everybody. So, unfortunately, you're going to I'm not exactly sure what the contingency plan is here, unfortunately. So. My initial thought is make sure you have your handcuffs for your star players mm-hmm. on your bench, right? Like this is not the time to keep players that are like pretty good, but probably won't make it into it's your starting play. lineup. Like, you know, like You're you need to have your, your backups anyway. So yes, have your backups. Yes, you need to have your backups. But then the other part of me is like, if one guy on your on a team gets it, it's likely that his backups also going to get it. Cause you've seen no. the look at the Miami running backs right now. All yes, the I entire am running back at- room. I am looking at the Miami gone, right? <laughs> I know you've got Miles Gaskin, and I would have been like, "Oh, make sure you have Savan Ahmed and Philip Lindsay." But like, nope, they're all three COVID. You know what I mean? Because these guys are all in the rooms together too. So that's not even necessarily the right strategy. 
Right. Um, it's, it's helping tough. in some cases. So like you got Alexander Madison's out with COVID, but Dalvin is not, uh, hopefully. So maybe it's still the right move to have, make sure you get your handcuffs, but golly, I don't know what, what advice to give people right now because I know, I mean, this is uncharted. Not, it's unprecedented. Um, yeah. And you don't need, there's no way to predict it. There's no way to know like, Oh, look out for this, COVID right. hit this guy next. Like you it's just have very, no clue. You, I check my lineup like 10 times a day just to see if anybody hit COVID. Any COVIDs? Nope. Any COVIDs? Nope. Okay. I'm still good. Still good. Yeah. That's the only thing I can tell you. Check get your lineup those, frequently because it's red letters next to the name. It's the worst. The kiss of yeah. death. Yep. Um, thankfully, COVID does qualify for IR. So if you, if your league has IR slots, you can pop. I mean, we have two in our league. Um, you can pop two people into your IR and kind of replace them or whatever. But I've also heard of some leagues like um, if if you get to, for instance, like the Monday night game or something and you didn't know a guy had COVID and all of a sudden like Tyler Higby would be a perfect example. Right. If the Tyler Higby situation happened, I've heard of leagues whose commissioners would say drop Higby, pick up it a is. replacement and you can get him back when the waivers start back up. Like you don't have to use a waiver pick. No one else mm-hmm. can claim him kind of thing. Like, so you can talk to your commissioners about that. Um, yeah. I mean, it's just, it sucks. Yeah. It's not cool. So we got at Cleveland, got Baker Mayfield, Jarvis Landry, Austin Hooper, all on the COVID <laughs> list. All right. It's like their entire offense, um, other than the running backs. David Njoku is maybe coming back, another tight end. But if he's out, then you're looking at, I mean, a no man's land. Donovan Peoples Jones as a wide receiver would be someone to target, I guess. Um, I guess. I, think, I mean, they're going to have, um, what's his name? <laughs> quarterback. Uh, Case Keenum. Case Keenum. Case Keenum at quarterback. So. Case Keenum did all right, though, in those, uh, that start he had for Baker earlier this year. He wasn't bad. Listen, Baker's not playing well anyway. So exactly. this, is, this is not going to downgrade not too much of a drop off. the pass catchers, other than the pass catchers aren't Jarvis Landry, who's the only one you really wanted anyway. But someone's got to catch Pat. Like they have to throw the ball. They're going to, they're probably going to be losing because half their defense is also on the COVID list. Yeah. So it's a mess. Um, Rams got OBJ. Obviously, there's a big name there. Daryl Henderson, right before the game, we found that out. He might come back. Uh, the Dolphins running backs, we talked about him. Some of them might come back. I know you're looking at Miles Gaskin pretty closely. Mm-hmm. Um, Alexander Madison's got it. Keep an eye on Dalvin because, like I said, when one gets it, there's a chance another one gets it. It's been you a few days. So. sequestering him in his own little bubble right now. Dalvin has got Dalvin a full just... bubble. Yep. No doubt. Uh, Kadarius Tony on the Giants. They have a ton on the Giants. He's the only name I noted. He hasn't played in a while, but he is good when he does play. And then the Cleveland defense, the Washington defense, the Rams defense all hit pretty hard. Think about that when you're looking at your matchups. You're looking at picks can pick them. You're looking at DFS on DraftKings, uh, sportsbook plays, all those things. I would, I would keep an eye on all of that. Eesh. And that's not we even got, injuries. That's COVID. <laughs> that's not even injuries. I know. And we got, we've got injuries too, right? And that's the other problem is um, a lot of people banged up too. We've got a lot of questionable. I mean, so many people are missing practices and they're kind of like limited practice or mispractice. You don't know if it's just, you know, like a day off rest or whatever, like a, um, you know, a guy who's been in the league for a while, like a veteran day. Although like um, some of the, sometimes when they say limited or questionable, it's like the Patriots list. Everybody on their roster is questionable. It's like, Oh, they're all potentially hurt. Um, true. It's just true. Bill Belichick some, being a dick, but I mean, I'm looking at my team right now. I have six cues. I feel like half of those are probably legitimate, but it's still so frustrating. Yeah. I mean, I had to drop Deandre Hopkins cause we just learned he is officially out for the regular season. Uh, yeah. You and I have been talking about this about the year that 
we were you were especially nervous about him. Um, I was trying to be positive with an outlook about him, but now they officially shut him down. So that sucks for me. Um, yeah. What's your pivot there? Tell everybody what you did. <laughs> as I, you and I were, were texting back and forth, as soon as I heard the news, I literally just dropped him right away, picked up Christian Kirk and Rondale Moore. Just, <laughs> and you even said, go for AJ Green. I was like, ah, he's already on a team. Uh, so, I mean, because again, Kyler's still dynamic. They still have a great offense. And now it's just who's going to get more of the target share. Because, uh, well, ironically, the last game they just played against the Rams, that was DeAndre Hopkins' first double-digit target game of the year. He only Gosh. hit like four of the targets, but he had, yeah. I think, it's uh, been 12. A, it's been a weird year for him. Yeah, I think so. I think Christian Kirk will probably become yeah, the one there. He's I the most so. established and probably the best at this point. AJ's a little old, you know, and like Rondale, I think, is a, is a stud, but he's young and doesn't know the whole route tree and all that. So I would probably put my money on Christian Kirk as a as a better one-to-one replacement. And that's what I was figuring. So unfortunately, I'm not a, I, I put him in my starting lineup right now just because out of necessity. So yeah. I'm going with CK, hoping he does it. I mean, Terry McLaurin, he's got he's still in concussion protocol, so he's got a questionable on him. Saquon Barkley, he's I mean, he's just questionable all year, but he was limited yeah. yesterday. Uh, so those are just and Miles Sanders. I mean, these are just the questionables on my team alone, and they're bigger <laughs> names. So <laughs> I know. Uh, I have yeah. well, I got Hawkinson on my team is questionable with his hand injury. Um, Tony Pollard is still questionable with his foot injury. He tore his plantar fascia and is like maybe going to come back this week. I mean, like that seems ridiculous to me. I, <laughs> I tore I've my never, foot off and I've never fine. done that myself, but that seems really Bad. early for someone to come back. Yeah. And, um, I heard it's very painful. Jalen, um, Jalen hurts is still questionable as well, which I thought after the bye week he'd be good to go. It sounds like they're considering maybe giving him another week of rest in part because Gardner Minshew played well. Minshew mania. Also, they're playing the giants. And I think it's, Probably a given, especially especially with the Giants hitting COVID as well. Yeah, probably well, a given they, they can steamroll. Yeah, pretty much. So I think that's. I would love it if they gave him a, a week of rest because I don't need him this week. You know, I was going to say you can wait <laughs> sit on the bye. So I'd be down with that. But yeah, so I mean, check your lineup. See what you got to follow practice reports. You got to you got to check the updates every day on mm-hmm. whatever site you're on to see did my guy practice this week? Did he not practice? You've got to have contingency plans. Your bench. For the playoffs needs to be your lineup is probably set. I mean, you're not going to get too cute with your lineup. No, the guys who got you there are the guys you're going to play. So make sure you insulate your team by having backups and having that that roster position locked down. You know? Yes. Honestly, at this point, depth isn't too much of a factor because, again, as Kemper said, you're riding with the guys who got you there. You're riding your big names. You're not getting cute with your lineup. Go with who what you think are locks and. But yeah, you got to have your handcuffs just in case of crazy injuries or COVID. So yeah, I will say so to that point, and I'll put my money where my mouth is here. I had the second waiver claim in our league and could have gotten Rashad Penny, who came off that big game and could finish the year strong. I mean, I really think he could be a total stud if he gets the same kind of opportunity for Seattle. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would have had to have dropped either Khalil Herbert, who's David Montgomery's backup, or Tony Pollard, who's Zeke Elliott's backup. And I didn't feel comfortable doing that because I just thought I know Zeke and Montgomery for me would be better than, than Penny. So if they get hurt, I think I still feel like Herbert or Pollard would be better than Penny. They've shown it. 
They've shown, they've shown it, just it. like in yeah. Alexander Madison. They those they, three guys like have Madison. shown they can carry a full load and get you those points. So yeah, no, that that's a Dearness smart Johnson in Cleveland, same thing. Like yeah. I feel like if you know who the backup is and you know he's going to get the most run, Sony Michelle in L.A. If you know he's going to get the most run, like I would keep that backup over chasing uh, Rashad Penny. I did personally. Now yeah. I might regret it. He might go nuts, and I'd be like, dang, that would have been nice. But well, I appreciate you passing on him because I was able to yeah. get him. You were able so. to get him, and you needed him. That's good. I did. Um, but that's just kind of where my head is at. I mean, the other guys I could have got, like I could have gotten rid of um, Pat Fryermuth, but then I got TJ Hawkinson with his hand injury. Like, I don't know right. if he's going to play or not. And I don't want to dump Fryermuth back into the pool because there are some other teams that may need tight ends. Mm-hmm. And that's a playing a little bit of defense there. So anyway, oh, this is a smart move. A little bit of playoff strategy there. Um, let's get to our updates from last week. Not my finest performance. <laughs> it, wasn't uh, a, it wasn't a bad performance with DFS, man. DFS was okay. I put up 133. You had a better week with 141. You had OBJ there in Monday Night Football when he caught a touchdown that pretty much swung it for you. So kudos to you, sir. You have won the weekly championship in Daily Fantasy here. So you have won the most weekly matchups, and you have, I think, nine wins now. I can't catch you on that. You will be the champion uh, number of weeks one. I have a chance of coming back and potentially winning the overall points, but it's it's getting slimmer by the week. Yeah, but again, not insurmountable. I mean, we've seen, shoot, I had a week where I outscored you by 50. You can do the exact same thing. As my wife always says, well, if they did it in the first half, you can do it in the second half. So your wife is very wise. Very wise. Um, all right. Last week's sports book was also not great. I went one and three on this one. So the Cardinals and Panthers both lost outright. <laughs> I did see that coming. Um, <laughs> I guess obviously the Cardinals game against the Rams, like I expected a better performance from the Cardinals there. They got, they, they obviously were tied at halftime and then just got stomped coming yeah, out of the gate. They came out fast. The Rams did. I don't know what happened to the Cardinals there, but, um, and then Panthers. Yikes, man. I thought, I thought they might've gotten something right. And the Falcons are bad. And I'm like, you know what? That, that like Cam Newton, bad game thing was like a fluke. No, it's, nope, it's real. He got benched again <laughs> and that I will not be picking the Panthers in a sports book bet. Again, again. Uh, I don't care. I don't care who they're playing. So I think we knew it was going to be a tough week. Um, there were a lot of tight matchups on that one. You had to put your money somewhere. Well, you didn't have to, but I had to put some money somewhere. I had to put my money somewhere. So there you go. Um, I had the under on the Broncos and Lions game, which was playing the entire it was. game. It was. There's like a minute and a half left, and the Broncos are down on the five yard line or something, and they scored a touchdown. They're up 31 to 10. Okay. It's a 42 point under. They threw a freaking touchdown, and I about <laughs> lost my shit. So mad. Like, you son of a bitch. So there you go. Um, screw you. That's happening a lot in the NFL this year. What, Teams are not success? taking their foot off the gas. No, they're yeah. not. Just ask the Chiefs and the Raiders. Yeah, they're just like, I don't know if there's a new tiebreaker rule or what, but these guys are just, they're just like, screw it. I'm going. I I, I absolutely hate it. Um, anyway, so. Sorry, man. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I did hit the parlay. That's for that. Whatever. That's Although, I am a little mad at you because uh, well, <laughs> it was right before the Bucks game. You text me. Hey, man, let's just do a quick five dollar bet. Put it on DraftKings of uh, Cameron Brate being the first touchdown score. And it's like pays. It was like plus four thousand odds. I'm like, OK, what the hell? So I put five down. Could win two hundred. Unfortunately, Leonard Fournette stumbles into the end zone. No big deal. Yeah. It's like, OK, it's five bucks. Appreciate it, Cam. It's all good. So then we're watching the, the Rams game. And I'm watching because, as we talked about in Daily Fantasy, I needed OBJ to get me a touchdown so I could beat him. So I was pumped. But as soon as OBJ scores that touchdown, Kemper sends me a screenshot of his DraftKings bet. OBJ, first touchdown score. I was like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. 
I love that bet. I love making that bet. And I don't, I seem, I seem to like only do it on the Sunday night or Monday night games. I don't ever do it during the main slate. There's just too much to watch, too much to keep up with. I don't know why. Maybe I have more time to think about it, but I always feel like a hankering to do it. And I'll only put it on like one or two guys. And so I only spend, you know, 10, 20 bucks at any given time. But it has hit for me several times this year. And OBJ paid out 80 bucks on a $10 bet. And I was like, hell yeah. You know? So I don't know. Couldn't tell me that one. It's feeling the mojo with that bet. But no. Yeah. Well, I didn't think you'd trust me anyway. (laughs) (laughs) I I led you astray with my Cameron Brait play. Ah, That was a a shot in the dark anyway. It's Cameron Brait. But I was like, I'm for it. Let's do it. I always go for the guy. I will say I always go for the guys who have like better odds because it's no fun to bet $10 on Leonard Fournette and he gets you like 30 bucks. Like, I don't yeah. know. I, I guess in theory, it doesn't that, get you up in the morning. That's how you should do it. But I, I love like more <laughs> of a long shot. And um, it honestly, like, I don't, I don't think the handicappers are all that great at first touchdown in particular. So I'm like, there's no reason OBJ couldn't score a touchdown here. Like there's no reason he, he's gotten two straight games of touchdowns. Like why wouldn't he? Uh, you three know? straight games. Oh, you're now, saying well, right. now it's three. Yeah. Right, right. Now it's three. And so, yeah, I thought that okay. was uh, I like doing that kind of thing. And it may not have even been first touchdown. It might have been like next touchdown or something. I forget what it was. But um, anyway, regardless, you hit it. Well done, sir. I hit it. I hit it. It was cool. All right. Uh, how about a do it update for us? Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. OK, so going over our season long bets, uh, I have already conceded both running backs since we uh, originally did Dave Montgomery versus Chris Carson. Obviously, Chris Carson's out for the year, so I conceded that matchup. We did our second matchup uh, since we added that midway through the year of our starters of Jonathan Taylor Thomas, Simba himself versus Dalvin Cook. And that went downhill very fast. Uh, Taylor just went ballistic as, as he's still going that ballistic. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't get 30 on his bye week. Just like yeah. I crushed this bye week. It's uh, hilarious. So, Dalvin did get 30 in his month. Dalvin did this get week 36, doesn't count. Ah, we, did, we did agree that when we started halfway, um, I would not count Dalvin's week when uh, Jonathan Taylor was on his first week just to make it even. Uh, but, I, <laughs> but it doesn't matter. I had already conceded this matchup just because it's absurd what Simba's doing. And yes, so I conceded. So Kemper officially won both running back matchups. Uh, so now going back to the ones that still matter. We got the quarterbacks. He's got Justin Fields slash Andy Dalton against Matt Ryan, and they are closing the gap. That Chicago Look quarterback out. room. So Justin out. Fields got you 22.3 points. Huh. Well, Matt Ryan still trending ever so slowly upwards. Got 13.9. So the official, yikes, it is getting close. Uh, the official tally right now is Chicago quarterbacks 182 points to Matt Ryan at 212. So it is officially... 30, it's 30, it's still 30, 30 points. points. I thought yes. it was down to 20 last week. No, it is down to 30. Considering it was like 100, the fact that it's down to 30 is pretty ridiculous. I actually thought um, it was going to be closer than that. Okay, I still got some work to do. Got Fields has got 20 plus in, in three of the last four games. He does. When he's he finishing does. games, he's he's getting points. It's not always pretty, but he's getting points. He's running the ball. They're opening it up for him. He's got a good matchup this week too. I mean, I think he's going to put up some points against Minnesota. So are you saying he is your backup playoff quarterback? <laughs> hmm. uh, Put your money where your mouth is, Kemper. Believe me, I've thought about it. <laughs> believe me, I have thought about it. I uh, already have Jalen Hurts and Russell Wilson, so I'm not going to make a move on that team. But I've thought about another team. Us. You don't need them. Uh, yeah. All right, now looking at the wide receiver room, it's starting to pull away a tiny bit. We got CD Lamb versus Chris Godwin. So last week, CD got you 14.6 points. Chris Godwin once again had another good game, had 21 and a half. 
So currently, C.D. Lamb has 175 points to Chris Godwin's 212. So that has that has gone up a little bit. Chris up by 37 points. But uh, again, still a great matchup, and I, I will be intrigued to see how that one finishes out. I will tell you, and this is not an excuse because Godwin's been balling out, and I love yes. Godwin. I got him, right? But since Antonio Brown went down, there's just no contest, I think. And that was part of why I liked C.D. was like there's a more crowded room in Tampa, mm-hmm. and I thought, you know, it's got too many mouths to feed. It's going to be tough for Godwin to break away. Since Antonio Brown's gone down, Godwin has been an absolute monster because Evans is getting number one coverage and Godwin is just slicing everybody. So that's been a great play. It's been a great play. So there you go. That's our season long, but you want to update on our weekly do it bet, which was a fun one last week. (laughs) Well, all four of the coaches that we drafted. (laughs) So we drafted coaches, not teams. These were coaches. They did did win their games. Um, I had Pete Carroll and Matt LaFleur of the Green Bay Packers and they both won and won fairly convincingly, you know, 15, 20 points a piece. Um, Ethan had Andy Reed enough said, and <laughs> that's all I needed. And Mike Vrabel who put up a 20 to nothing. It's a shutout, man. Pitch a shutout. That should have been another caveat. It's like, if anyone gets a shutout automatic win. So Vrabel uh, with his 20 point margin of victory was almost enough by itself. And then Andy Reed comes in and crushes by 40 points. And, <laughs> That's all you needed. So hey, we talked about not putting their taking their foot off the gas. Chiefs did not. Good so. God, they did not. Um, yes. All right, so that's it for do it bets. We got a fun one this week as well. We'll get to later. We've got the pick stand pick 'em update last week. You're starting to inch closer and closer, chipping away. Closer you and now you've moved into a tie for second place with Leslie. That's right, Carter. Got to make some of these uh, crazy upset picks. Got to get a little get a little wild here. But I did get She's a little too wild. Either. I'll just tell you that. She's not happy about it. You got a little wild last week. You picked the Jets. That's one of your two losses. You had two losses, and one of them was the one Jets. One of them was the Jets. Man, I could have had a great uh, additional week. But, hey, again, right. I, had, I had to figure out ways to make up place. That yeah. was not one a good one, though. So you had a great week um, and gained – a point on me as well. You had a hundred, you had 12 right out of 14. I had 11. So you were now four games behind me for the season. Catching up. Still there got plenty go. of, plenty of weeks to go. You got three, four weeks here left and coming for you. Coming for you. So I think we need to go ahead and make some picks for this week. All right. I'm just going to say, just going to go everything opposite. What you said? No, that's cheating. I have locked in all my picks. Don't worry. Okay. So, well, let's start off with Thursday night. We got yes. a good one here. We've got an AFC West, rivalry going on here chiefs traveling to la to take on the chargers what do you think is going to happen here this is a good one it's a i feel like this is the tr- this is going to be for the winner of the afc west uh i mean these are clearly the two that have risen above the others uh this is going to be the the game where the chiefs can finally say we're back um you know they they've been showing it they've won what six in a, or five in a row and um Six. They've been doing it relatively convincingly as the streak has continued. Yes, you're right. Six because they were three and four. Uh, So this is the first kind of this is going to be the true testament. Like, yep, we're going to get the number one AFC seed. However, the Chargers equally have been playing just as well. I'm I'm loving what I'm seeing out of Herbert. He did all that stuff without Keenan Allen last week. Got my boy Guyton who helped me get that win and and pushed me into the playoffs. Uh, So I'm actually going to go on a little bit of an upset and say the Chargers are going to pull this one out. I like the fact that they're playing at home and. I just feel like the Chiefs, they have been firing all cylinders. I'm just, I just, I don't know if they can keep it up, especially when a, a highly talented team like the Chargers. And I think this is a good test. I think it's going to be close. I think it'll be a high scoring one. I think the Chargers are going to edge it out. And Justin Herbert's going to get that sweep on him and uh, really cement into Patrick Mahomes' head that I'm legit. Wow. Okay. 
I don't disagree with anything you said there. Um, I was looking at the Chiefs schedule here. Five of their six wins have been at home. And so only one on the road was at the Raiders. And the last road game before that was their 27-3 beatdown in Nashville. So um, I was going to I was gonna refute what you were saying by something about like, oh, they're winning at home, they're winning on the road, doesn't really matter. But I mean, it could matter. We'll see. We'll see if that, obviously the Raiders, they've got their number. So beating them is not impressive, even on the road. <laughs> Um, but this, this is going to be a great game, I think. And I hope, I hope it's a shootout. The Kansas city defense has been playing really well lately. Mm-hmm. It's the one difference between early season chiefs. Obviously the offense is starting to click a little better, but there's still concerns about if you can scheme them out of this game, but their chiefs defense has been really good. And that they're going to need a big performance out of them to stop the high, high powered chargers team. I'm going to go with the chiefs on this one. Uh, I had a feeling you might go with the chargers because as we've seen in these, when they're kind of pickums, you've been trying to make up points. I don't yeah. think it's a bad strategy at all, but I'm going to take the Chiefs on this one. All right. I, I'm not mad at you. You're right. Their defense has been playing a lot better, and that's where they scored a lot of points against the Raiders. What was it? The first play of the game, they got that Josh Jacobs fumble return. So, uh, yeah, that defense is picking it up. All right. So, next, we are heading to COVID Central Cleveland, where the Raiders are playing against the Browns. Who you got in this match fest? So this is a Saturday game. We've got two Saturday games this week, which is kind of exciting. Um, there's a chance that I know that Cleveland's probably lobbying to get this thing flexed to yeah. Sunday or Monday. Um, it does not sound like the NFL wants to do that at all. So sorry about your luck there. <laughs> but um, because they've got so many players on COVID, I just feel like I got to go Raiders here. Like I don't like the Raiders and I don't, if, if everything was, everyone was healthy, I'd, I'd go Browns all day, but yeah. they're missing like half their defense. They're missing Baker, Jarvis, Austin Hooper, maybe in Joku. Like who, who's going to win this game for them? It's going to be on Nick Chubb entirely and case Keenum and a bunch of misfits in the receiver room. So I, I'm going to go with the Raiders hesitantly, but I just think, I do think COVID is going to play enough of a, a factor here. Yeah. I, I too had to go with the Raiders and it was very begrudgingly just because the Raiders have just looked terrible these past few weeks. Um, with the only reason, as you said, just Cleveland just being nailed by uh, this pandemic here. So again, I too am going Raiders begrudgingly. I don't like it. I really wanted to pick Cleveland, but, uh, I just don't know who they're going to throw out there. It might be the Nick Chubb show, which, you know, it could be very, my, very, my whales be it very Certainly. might as well. be. There we <laughs> very, go. my whales, very, may will. Hey, uh, Raiders. There we go. All right. Hey, just stop there. <laughs> I'm, I'm All right. Another, we got Saturday night game here. So we got the Patriots heading to Indy to take on the Colts. I think this could be a great game and will tell us yes. a lot about both these teams. What are you thinking? This is a great game. Uh, just like the Titans a couple weeks ago, this is oh, same division too. Uh, this was a game that really is going to be a true test to see if the Patriots are for real. Uh, they definitely beat the Titans, but again, it wasn't a full Titan squad. So I don't give that a full true testament. Um, so this Colts team is has been hot, and Jonathan Taylor's on a run that we haven't seen in a long time. <clears throat> Carson Wentz is playing solid. Uh, he does make a lot of kind of what the heck are you doing throws and 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 ideas, but they're still winning games. They're seven and six right now. They're in a great playoff position. They need to make a push. So they they have every reason to be amped up against this Patriots team, and obviously the history back there. Uh, but the Patriots defense man has been unstoppable uh matthew judon one of the best off season acquisitions this year he's been on a tear i think he has around 12 sacks is one of the league leaders i think he's third overall and um they've just been playing overall great team defense and they have brought mac jones along with them 
just perfectly. You, if you if you drew up a blueprint of how to mentor and get a rookie quarterback ready for the NFL, the Patriots have done it. And I'm not just saying that as a homer pick. I'm just saying that they have just put him in a position to succeed. Obviously, you build it around defense, so the pressure's a little bit not as high. But then you just put him in Mac Jones. You put Mac Jones in a position where he can make the reads, make the throws, and he's doing exactly that. So I'm going to go Patriots on the road. They've been so hot. Hansel, keep it up. <laughs> yeah, I agree with everything you're saying, and I I think I would add to the Mac Jones thing. Like you also, you have a strong running game. You mm-hmm. have you have good plays that are written up uh, schematically. Like the run game gets creative and can bail you out. You've got easy reads for a quarterback, at least initially, and you kind of progress yeah. them through the season. It helps to go to a team who picks you like 15th as opposed to first. You know, you're not a total garbage team. It certainly helps to land in a spot like that. Um, so there's a lot of reasons, but it also is a testament to his success as a player himself. I mean, he's yep. just, he's grown a lot. He's committed. He's, too. he's bought in. He's a winner. Yeah. So he's all about it. I think. That this will this will be that statement win that they've been looking for because the Titans win to your point has got an asterisk. You know the Titans had none of their offensive weapons, so you can't give them a whole lot of credit for that. The Bills win was that win credit. was that wind game, and you're like, okay, that was just like a weird a weird game. So they're going to have an asterisk. game, yeah, yeah. And like, I don't think they should it should take away from them because both teams face the same elements, and the Patriots just outmuscle them. But they're going to have an asterisk because of that. Yep. All right. 100%. So then you're looking at you're in a dome, you're in a fully healthy Colts team. Let's see how good this Patriots team really is. Yep. All right. 100%. And this will tell you if they're really going to make a splash in the playoffs tonight. They're going to make the playoffs. Are they going to make a splash? I'm going to go with the Colts at home. Okay. And I knew you'd go with the Patriots. And maybe <laughs> I'm just trying to help you out here. But um, <laughs> I don't want I any favors, Kemper. They're coming off. They're both coming off a bye. I think CJ Jackson can do some work against Michael Pittman. I'll be really interested to watch that matchup specifically. But Jonathan Taylor is a different animal. If you're going to yes, take away is. one of them, which one's it going to be? Because they can both hurt you. So I'm going to go with the Colts. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I'm really hoping we kind of make it more one dimensional that we really just key on Jonathan Taylor because Carson Wentz is such a wild card that he can have flashes of greatness, but he can also just have flashes of what the hell. So I'm really yep. hoping they key on on Simba here. Yep. So yeah, man. We'll see. We got uh, Carolina so- going up to Buffalo. This is going to be probably a disaster, but <laughs> what do you think is going to happen here? Well, I thought you said you're all about picking the Panthers. You always want to pick the Panthers from here on out. Definitely. definitely. So that's I what I meant by disaster. Like they're going to blow out the Bills, obviously. Well, so I knew you were picking the Panthers, so I picked the Bills um, <laughs> at home. <laughs> so yeah, I mean the Panthers are terrible. Cam is showing why no one wanted to sign him. Sorry, man. Nothing against you, but you. I mean, I, unfortunately, I think his career might be done at the end yeah. of the season. So it's just it's just sad to see with guys such only winning MVP six years ago. But uh, anyway, Buffalo. Very disappointing where they're at. They're seven and six, but they're not out of it. And they have the talent to still make the push. I mean, Josh Allen's a little gimpy. I think he's still he's he's gonna run. He's gonna go for it. Uh they still have too much talent. I'm gonna go Buffalo at home. Yeah, I think uh, they've got to win this game and Carolina is in disarray. I, I think there's just no chance. I'm gonna go Bills pretty easily go here. Bills. All right, sticking to the AFC East, we got the mighty Zach Wilson's going against the un, uh, the otherworldly Tua's. Who you got? <laughs> yeah, um, I'm going to go Dolphins here. I, I'm not <laughs> sure. Yeah, I'm not sure he's going to run the ball, but I'm sure as hell not picking the Jets. So give me the Dolphins at home. 
yeah, I've, I've learned my lesson, and I think the Dolphins are a better team than the Saints anyway, so uh, I'm not picking the Jets ever again. The only reason I did was to gain ground, but anyway, uh, Zach Wilson is bad, man. This, um, see, this would be a better spot for you to pick than the Saints, I think, but Really? Still, I don't know. I feel like the Dolphins, I mean, the Dolphins are on a five-game win streak. You they're know? on a five-game win streak. Two is saying, hey, I should be the starting quarterback here. Don't write me off. Screw everybody. Yep. Um, yep. Yeah, the only concern right now in the backfield, but I'm really hoping Gaskin's going to be playing. He's vaccinated. He should be able to return i'm just it's a little odd he hasn't uh hasn't been announced yet but anyway i'm going with miami at home okay good all right we got washington banged up coveted washington traveling to philly to take on the eagles coming off of their bye who do you like here like this vegas and brown like the vegas browns game man i wanted to pick washington uh they've been scrappy i know they lost to dallas last week and they did not look good heineke was bad and got a little banged up and obviously with the stuff with mclaurin but uh I wanted to pick them just because the Eagles have just been so up and down and I, I can't figure them out yet. And I know Jalen's hurt a little bit, but I'm going to go Philly at home just because of, of the COVID that's hit Washington and with McLaurin being still questionable. Uh, so I'm going Philly. Yeah, I agree. Um, I don't know that I would have picked Washington anyway, but it, it would have been a really close one and I wouldn't have faulted anyone for doing it. I got more faith in Philadelphia right now, especially coming out of the bye, trying to get healthier. Some of the running backs will probably be back. I don't know who's going to be, carrying the ball but it, some combination of miles sanders and kenneth gainwell and boston scott and jordan howard might be back i mean they're all kind of in flux right now but bob be all right bob sacramento is out there they'll be all right uh, washington the defense is banged up that's a problem you know mm-hmm. they've got they've got guys on covid list they've got terry mclaurin is a big question mark without him there's not much of an offense there heineke i think is gonna have to play because kyle allen is now on the covid list <laughs> And Heineke's banged up with an elbow and a knee, and they don't want to bring in Steven Montez as a rookie at a Colorado. I mean, it's just disaster in Washington right now. Did so you actually know? Eagles. Did you actually know Montez played at Colorado? Or did you just look it up? No, I knew. I remember watching him. You did in college. Okay. That's yeah. fair. Well done. I remember, and I'll tell you why. Because I used to place bets on Colorado, which I will never bet on Colorado ever again. Yeah. You know, I just randomly pick college games that I'm following, and I'll be like, "Man, Colorado's hot right now. They're playing USC." <laughs> And it was a couple years ago, and I put money on them because I thought Montez was a baller. And I was like, this dude, I've seen him ball out. All right. And they play USC, and they got absolutely curb stomped. And I was like, F Colorado. I will not put money on them again. I felt so certain they were going to win that game, and they didn't. So screw that kid. Anyway. Fun fact, Amelie Gelfand is a Colorado alum. She is a buff. She's a buff. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, Amelie. I cannot put money on your football team ever again. That's but. fine. She probably didn't even know they had a football team at the time, but it's cool. <laughs> Don't worry about it. They were probably great when she was there, man. They were actually good. They had some really good seasons. Uh, speaking of a great season, the Detroit Lions at 1-11-1 and are playing at home against the Arizona Cardinals. How, who, what, 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 what's going to go? <laughs> what's going to go? This is Palindrome, Lions. This is 1-1-1-1. <laughs> <laughs> right. Looking good, Lions. Uh, let's just end the season right now, and they probably hope they could. Yes. Um, yeah, I'm going to go Arizona on this one, and I think it'll be, I think it'll be an easy victory, even without DeAndre Hopkins. Oh yeah, they're fine. Yeah, uh, be there's fun. actually another one in there because it says one percent of America has picked the Lions. So there's an additional one. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to need- make up some ground. <laughs> Cardinals need to get this win to. Uh, really help with their playoff push to get that one seed. They're going to be fine. They're going to rebound. And uh, I think they're going to put up a lot of points just to show what they can do without DeAndre and to say, hey, don't forget, don't sleep on us. Even though we've, we've fallen off a little bit, we're still the team to beat. So they're going to yeah. really give it to the Lions. No problems here. Uh, we got Dallas traveling to New York to take on the Giants. 
Uh, yeah, Cowboys. Uh, it's I'm picking the Cowboys. The Giants are coveted. They're hurt. Mike Glennon, I think, is starting again. So the only hope is the only hope I have is that Saquon actually has a great game. So, but it's it's going to be Cowboys. They're yeah, surprisingly not very hurt and surprisingly not very coveted. So coveted. Yeah, Dallas. that's true. The Dallas defense has been money in the bank too. I mean, mm-hmm. I think they're gonna they're gonna show out in this one. So yeah, I'm taking Cowboys as well. Although, did you see uh, when the Cowboys played the Redskins or excuse me, the Washington football team last week? Uh, after Chris Sims, it's Chris Sims, right, the wide receiver for Washington, Cam Sims, Cam Sims. When Cam Sims made that crazy touchdown catch uh, catch against Diggs at, after that play was over, Diggs dapped him up. It's like, yeah, that's a good catch, man. What Dude, I mean, Diggs was he was his right hand him. in there. His yeah. hand was. <laughs> On the ball, and, I mean, it was a ridiculous defensive play. Just a even more ridiculous catch. I mean, that was insane. But he dapped him up. I was like, respect. I like that. That's good. Well, yeah, I mean, you got to know, like, it's not my fault. I mean, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> I literally fault. had my hand inside of there and was smacking the ball, and you still caught it? Like, dude, there's nothing, nothing I can do there, you know? Yeah. Got to respect. And, and Diggs has got, like, 15 interceptions this year. So, like, <laughs> I think he's fine. He's, he's secure. Good. He's fine. Yeah. Uh, now we got your Titans traveling to Pittsburgh. This could be the end of the Ben Roethlisberger era. Is he going to get a statement win against your Titans? Man, I uh, the the Titans are still not totally healthy. Um, AJ's hopefully coming back next week. I guess um, they are they are eking out victories, which is great. And they're what they they're need. Staying, That's what you got to do right now. Yeah, they're staying relevant, and so I got some faith in them. But man, they're just not very good right now, and that really concerns me. Because uh, Big Ben suddenly putting up 300 yard games again, like like he's turned back the clock. Obviously, I'm taking the Titans to win this game, but um, I don't know. This one will be a little tougher. Yeah, no question. I mean, I didn't when I was looking at Ryan Tannehill. Uh, I actually have him as my backup quarterback in my neighborhood league. I didn't realize he's thrown 13 interceptions, and I know he doesn't have his his main weapons out there. He hasn't had a healthy unit all year, but. He has definitely taken a step back, which is too bad to see. Um, so I knew you were going to pick the Titans. So I am taking the Titans as well because I hate the Steelers and they just screwed I me. I was <laughs> about to say, no way you're taking the Steelers. <laughs> I am taking the Titans too. Uh, the Steelers, they, they dig themselves in such big holes and they have shown they can come back, but they just don't get that final push. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just, I, it pains me. to. I, I didn't want to pick. The Steelers, because I hate them, but I knew you were picking the Titans, but I got to go Titans. Yeah, I, it makes me nervous. This game makes me really nervous, but we'll see. Um, speaking of nervous, how about <laughs> Houston, the Texans, 2-11, and 11, traveling to Jacksonville to take on the newly urban Meyerless Jacksonville Jaguars. 2-11 yes. at home. Are we going to see them pour it on the end of the season here? This is the matchup everyone's been waiting for. It was the I think week- the- I think this the Jags is, might finish six and eleven. Just saying. <laughs> just saying, just out of pure spite. Yeah. Uh, I love that these teams. This is actually the second time that the teams are playing each other with the same record because they played each other week one, so they were both zero and zero. Uh, nice. Which is yes, which is funny because this really set week one really set the tone for the Jaguars season because everyone knew coming into the year that Texans were trash and they were going to be terrible, uh, probably the worst team in the league. People had relative. Uh, Kind of somewhat exceptions for the or expectations for the Jaguars, thinking maybe they could do something not great, but do something. Urban's a winner. Urban's a winner. He's an offensive genius. Yeah, Uh, and then they just completely stomped by the Texans week one, which really kind of showed what was going to happen. However, Urban is gone. They've got 
some tools. Trevor Lawrence, I think, is going to be jacked up to play. James Robinson is probably going to run the ball 60 times. Now he's like, oh, my God, I'm free. Someone knows I exist. Yep. So I'm going to pick those Jags, man. Just complete spite game just to say, screw you. We going to win for this one for the Gipper. Yeah, this is a weight lifted like like none other, like much more than the Gruden firing. You know, this one is a much bigger deal. This affected the team a lot while he was there. The Gruden stuff was like something he had done in Washington and like it was inexcusable. But like the urban stuff, he was like, he kicked the kicker. <laughs> it was like hilarious. He kicked, kind of the kicker. He he kicked him in the, the leg. Why would you kick yeah. a kicker in the leg? <laughs> He's a, such a moron. And and we were texting with Drader, our buddy here this morning. We we're just talking like he has left a wake of destruction everywhere he's been. He's he's left suspended players, suspended and fired coaches, suspended programs. Like everywhere he goes, he's a freaking cancer. Stop hiring this guy. I don't care if he's a winner. And he is at college. He's a winner. That's great. He's also a raging asshole. And he has he's a terrible distraction for your team. Poor Trevor Lawrence has all Ugh. but said, like, please get this guy out of here. Yeah. He's like, you know, we've got a lot of distractions. It's been really tough to play. Like, I'm really trying my best here. It's just tough. Like, the morale's a little bit down. And when Trevor know, Lawrence we need some leadership. And, like, and you're like, dude. If Trevor Lawrence is saying this stuff, it's for real. Because he's probably one of the, the classier guys when he was playing at Clemson and coming out. Like, he's he well say together. Peter, man. Yeah. yeah, he never, never complains, right? Well, granted, he never lost ever until now. But, yeah. True, true. <laughs> But I just I don't think he's that kind of guy, right? I, I was thinking just basically yeah. I read his comments was like he wants Urban gone, no doubt. Well, and also they're talking about Marvin Jones getting in screen matches, or like Marvin Jones is also one of the nice guys in the NFL too. Yes. I mean, all the wide receivers, wherever he bad. goes, yeah. he is a leader. He is a, a locker room guy, and if he yeah. if the reports are true that he was having fu- or uh, yelling matches with Urban, come on. <laughs> yeah, Urban suck yeah, a dick, yeah, yeah. suck a dick somewhere. I'm taking the Jags. I'm taking the Jags. Spike. Game, I think man. this is the James Robinson coming out party. I yeah, I agree. He's gonna have 60 carries for 400 <laughs> yards and eight touchdowns. It's gonna be a blowout. Uh, no, I, I hit the Jags in this one. Okay, sweet. All right, now we got uh, an interesting-ish game as two seven and six teams are playing each other in Denver. We got the Bengals traveling to them. Which seven and six are you going with? This is a really tough game to pick because uh, both these teams are Jekyll and Hyde, and Denver. I used to not have any faith in them. And all of a sudden they've figured out how to run the ball 50 times right. a game and they're, they're smashing people. So um, Denver defense is still solid. Bengals been really up and down. I'm going to go Denver at home. I'm taking the Broncos. I'm not mad at you. This, as you said, this is a tough game to pick. Um, they've been both teams. So up and down Bengals were so disappointing. I wanted to pick against them last week and I didn't. So I wanted to pick against them this week and I didn't, I can't quit you Bengals. Joe Burrow, let's go. Joe Mixon, your man. Can't quit him. <laughs> I can't quit him. I can't quit your Bengals. <laughs> All right. That's a good pick. This this could be one you pick up on it for sure. Um, but I know you're gonna go with who you're gonna go with in the next game. You're gonna get Falcons <laughs> traveling to San Francisco. I know you got Falcons rise up, so I'll just go ahead and give my pick. <laughs> Who'd you pick? Falcons? Niners. Damn it. <laughs> give me the Niners. Give me the Niners. Uh, I too am going Niners. Um again, I I smartly pick my Falcons. I pick them like 80% of the time and I'm, I win 70% of the time. I think that math is completely wrong, but I'm going to nope. go with it. Uh, but it. no, I'm going with San Francisco. They're looking good. They're starting to get confidence. They had a big win against Cincinnati when shoot Debo. We weren't even sure if he was going to play. He's still a little banged up, but he showed he can play through it. Uh, San Francisco, man, watch out for them. They could be a sneaky team in the AFC, NFC. So I'm, I'm liking what I'm seeing from them. 
Yeah, if they get all the pieces back healthy and put together, they they have a dangerous team. And like we said before, as soon as they put Debo in the backfield, I don't like it personally, although he scores every game. I don't like it because he's not getting catches. I need him to get catches. As soon as they did that, their offense changed, and they've won every game. They've won every game where he's done that. So they're on to something there. I I got the Niners as well. All right. This one's a – Interesting one as well. We got Green Bay traveling to a slumping Baltimore team. And uh, what do you, how are you feeling about this one? It's a weird matchup, and you don't see these teams play often, I don't think. And so green it's hard, versus- a little hard to know like how they're going to play each other. And green and purple is a weird. I was just going to say green and purple. You don't see that too. Oh, I guess kind the Packers play the Vikings, but still. That's true. That's true. Just looks weird. Um, I, I think the Packers win this, like, and I'd say kind of easily. Like, I don't, I don't think the Ravens have a chance here, honestly. Mm-hmm. Rodgers is surging and his toe is perfectly healthy. <laughs> his toe and is his toe his is toe just is surging. surging. Yeah, no, he's he's on fire, dude. And yeah. um, they're not going to stop Devontae Adams. Um, Alan Lazard looked good last week. He could be a good number two. He, he's shown flashes at times. I just laughed at Alan Lazard. I had him on my team last year. <laughs> and I think he was like hurt half the year. But I was like, Alan Lazard, man, he could be a huge big time player for these Packers. And they just, he's not someone you ever want in fantasy because no. he's inconsistent. But... Rodgers trusts him and that means something. So like, especially come playoff time, he'll be important for that team, but the running backs are are crushing it. You know, you got Aaron Jones is getting like five carries a game now, which is weird. Weird. He scores every time he touches it. AJ Dillon is an absolute monster and it's getting cold and people don't want to hit a guy like that. So I'm going Packers. Yeah, I too am going Packers. These two teams are going in opposite directions. Um, Packers are surging. His toe is surging. Uh, Lamar is gimpy. They haven't even been playing that well with him in there, even though my boy Tyler Hundley has been playing a little bit well. You love Tyler Hundley. I love him. I think you called him a hamburger at one point, but it's cool. <laughs> <I did. laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going Green Bay. You got it. I don't know. I don't, I'm not going to comment on that. But yes, <laughs> I did call him a hamburger. How about Seattle going to LA to take on the Rams? LA man, they're they're playing. Good football at the right time. They're trying to get that one seed. They're trying to get that division win. So they are going to pick up this division. This is a big division game. So they're going to pick up this win at home against the Seahawks team that has looks better, but uh, they just can't put together a complete game and will not be able to do it against a complete team like the Rams. But Rashad Penny. I mean, Rashad Penny will still go <laughs> off for 40 points. It's fine. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I actually, I will say I actually had a tougher time picking this one because well, Seahawks you hate the Rams. Well, I do hate the Rams, but uh, just football wise, the Seahawks have looked better the last couple of games. Russell is finally looking healthier again. Tyler Lockett has been on a tear, which yes. is dangerous. Classic Tyler and L- Lockett. And LA has got COVID all over, you know? So like, they've got some people missing on both sides of the ball that will impact this game. So I think the Seahawks have definitely got a shot here. But I still, I mean, Stafford to Cooper Cup is just, it's something special, man. It's yeah. unstoppable. That touchdown pass, like, he, he had the smallest of windows. And the fact that he got, he literally threw it the only place that Cup could have caught it. And he did. And yep. it was not like it was yep. an easy catch either. No, he catches everything. I mean, I, I'm going to go hesitantly with the Rams, but I am not would not be stunned if Seahawks pull this off. Because hmm. okay. both these teams need this win. But Seahawks really need this win. But, um, yeah, I don't know. COVID could play a factor here for sure. Okay. Got another divisional game with the Saints traveling to Tampa, man. You got Taysom Hill getting the upset over TB? TB has struggled against the Saints. Um, Yes. I do have some hesitancy here. I think that, you know, again, we've talked about teams going in different directions. The Buccaneers are rounding into form, into championship form, getting healthier. With Again, with Gronk back, it makes a big difference. The defense is playing better. I'm going to take the Buccaneers at home. I think they'll take care of business, especially in primetime. 
but you got to remember that they've struggled against the Saints. They have struggled. I mean, Tom Brady with his career in Tampa is 0-3 against the Saints in the regular season, which is weird. Yeah. Uh, but don't think he doesn't know that. I mean, oh, don't think that's not on his mind. You know, talk about a, a guy who gets his own uh, hype man, who gets his own motivation. Like that, yeah. he gives it to himself, and I'm sure that that number is on his wall. Uh, so yeah, I'm going Tampa at home. Saints are uh, they won last week, but it was the Jets. Yes, the Jets again. Uh, they're just much to your good. surprise. They yeah, beat right. What's my surprise? It's good to have Kamara back, but they're they're not going anywhere. This is more of a disappointing team, so I'm going Tampa at home. All right, we got Monday Night Football. The Vikings heading up to Chicago. Soldier Field to take on the Bears. Could be a good one. What do you think? Vikings are going to crush Justin Fields. He's going to throw three interceptions, get negative points to help my boy Matt Ryan in our duo. Uh, no, but in all seriousness, I I like the Vikings here. They're trying to make their case to be in playoff contention. I was surprised at six and seven, they were in the hunt, but the NFC is a lot different than what's going on in the AFC. So they're right there, and this is a game they need to win. I throw that that term around a lot the past few weeks, but this is a must win game for the Vikings. If they have any hope of making the playoffs, they have to win this. They have to show they can do it on the road. And they're shown with just, if you just feed Dalvin, man, he can carry the load and just get that arm brace, that magic shoulder brace on there. He'll be fine. Uh, so they, I think they're going to have Adam Thielen back. So I, I'm liking the Vikings on the road. Give it to him. I don't know about Thielen. I'm not sure he's going to be back. And I, we haven't gotten a lot of great reports on that, but high ankle sprain, not something that, you bounce back from quickly. He could be True. back. You're right. He, he definitely could be back. KJ Osborne has been fine in his absence. He's not Thielen, but he's been okay. Um, I think the magic brace, what more do you need to say? The magic brace is probably going to win this game for him. I, the honestly, like I would have some, I'd have some idea to bet on Chicago in this game, honestly, um, because Fields is healthy and he's looked pretty good. And Minnesota's defense is not good at all. Um, the bears defense has got some COVID cases that I think, will open up even more holes for Dalvin. And I, I agree. Dalvin's going to be tough to stop. And Justin Jefferson's going to be tough to stop. And Justin Jefferson has been tough to stop. <laughs> biggest concern here is this weird hoax that Kirk Cousins sucks in primetime. And it's, <laughs> it's legitimately true. He he does not play well in primetime. You like that? You like that? Yeah, yeah he does not like primetime. He so, does not like that. Uh, he, he could lay another egg here, honestly. But I'm going to take the Vikings. All right. Pick them in. Got it. Pickums are in. Let's take a little trivia break, E. We got Home Alone trivia today. When's the last time you watched Home Alone? Is it an every year for you? or? Um, I feel like it is, especially now with the kids. We definitely introduced it to them a couple years ago, and now they want to you know, watch it they again. They want to watch it, yeah. Because now they know, oh, it's Christmas time. We can pub this this movie and say, yes, of course, we get to watch more movies because it's Christmas movies. We that's, can do this. That's true. Yep. Same so, here. I mean, definitely more recently than your classic, oh, it's been 20 years you know, since I've seen this movie. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, uh, relatively recent. It tells me we should just stick with kids' movies for uh, all of our trivia. <laughs> I, I haven't seen a movie in the theaters. I've seen like one movie in the theaters in like 10 years. I mean, it's been insane. One non-kids movie. Because I saw Paw Patrol. That was the last movie I saw. Oh man, I've seen a lot. I've seen Encanto twice. Yeah, that's so, right. You did yeah. see that twice. <laughs> <laughs> We're watching the kids' movies like crazy. All right, so let's let's see how you're doing with some Home Alone trivia. Okay. All uh, right. These are, these I think are kind of middle of the road. I think you should be fine for the most part. But if you don't, I've got a layup for you. We can sub in. Don't tell me what I can't do. All right, John Locke. So this is uh, the kind of thing you would know for sure. Uh, Macaulay Macaulay <laughs> Culkin's brother Kieran played a character in the movie. If you knew that, I don't know if you knew that. I did not know this. Which character was his brother, Kieran? It's funny. I Now that you say that, I know who it is. But prior, I didn't even realize it. 
So now that you say Kieran isn't it, he plays Cousin Fuller. That's Fuller. Right. Yes. What the bed? Fuller was Kieran. Oh, that's right. It really is. Yeah. If you hadn't said that, I wouldn't have thought of it. But yeah. now I see it. Wow. Yep. Okay. That's his brother, Kieran Culkin. So it's a bit of a mouthful. Well done, Fuller. Cousin Underrated Fuller. character. What's yeah. the bed? Fun yeah. fact. In Home Alone 2, you actually see Fuller wearing Kevin's hat and jacket from the first movie. Oh, really? Like hand-me-downs, man. Hand-me-downs. This is, you know, that's, that's actually pretty good consistency for a movie. Right? That's good. That's, uh, that's really, that's really good. Good. <laughs> good set work. And also save some money. All right. <laughs> um, number two. Well done. Number two. What is the name of the fake gangster movie? Oh, shoot. It's something like the angels. Oh man, I'm not going to get it, but uh, angels have wings or something like that. It's angels in the title. Uh, Sort of close. Yes. Angels is in the title. Wings has nothing to do with it. Angels with filthy souls. Oh, okay. Yep. Angels with filthy souls. Fun fact. You know, it's a made up movie though. Yeah. It's a fake gangster movie. Oh, you did say fake. You're right. My bad. I did say fake. Yeah. Shut up, Ethan. Keep the change. You filthy animal. Yes. There you go. Angels okay. One for souls. two. They are filthy souls. They're filthy souls. How about uh, where was the family headed on their Christmas vacation? Talking about Christmas vacation. Uh, they were going to Paris. Paris, France. Ding, ding, ding. That is correct. Yes. Well I just love the scene when they, when they first land and the mom is you know trying to get to the phone to call Kevin. Uh, there's a French woman on the, on the phone and she's just like, I've pictured actually Moira Rose in this position right now, actually just talking at this French woman as if she understands. And then she just, yes, it's so funny. All right. Uh, Catherine O'Hara, all time. Great. All right. So we talked about this a little bit before the show and I didn't give you the answer and maybe you've had some time to think about it. What is the name of the neighbor? The shovel guy. Yeah, you did ask. We did talk about it. And I have no idea. I do not know his name. What is it? Old Man Marley. Old Man Marley. So I couldn't have just said like salting ice guy. That wouldn't have worked. <laughs> well, I told you the shovel guy. So. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't know what he was shoveling. Could have been uh, dirt. You know what? Good mulching. point. He was shoveling bodies. Yeah. So um, Buzz had a nickname for him, which I was uh, like, if you were like ready for all of this, like big time Home Alone nerd, I was going to have to hit you with this one. What did Buzz call him? Which is the South Bend Shovel Slayer. Wow. <laughs> South a, Bend Shovel Slayer. Yeah, that's, that's impressive. Random, why yeah, do you think he? Per- never why do you think he has the can full of salt? That's where he puts the bodies. That's right. That's right. Okay. Um. So two for t- two and two here. Two for yeah, four. Two for four. Okay. What? Here, can I get over fifty percent? Come on, man. Rubber question. What precious item did Harry lose in the McAllister house? Oh, that's a good one. That's how that's what Kevin made him suspicious of Harry in the first place. Uh, So as we know, he dresses up as a cop when he first comes into the house and Kevin notices something shiny. It was his gold tooth, but no one never thinks of it at first because he's a cop. So you're thinking, oh, he's just a cop. But then later on in the movie, you see Kevin walking home when he's a criminal himself. He stole the toothbrush because he saw old man Marley and ran off from the store. True. And Harry and Marv were driving down the driveway, weren't paying attention to him, and almost slammed him with the car. And so Kevin's walking by, looks up and says, sorry. And he sees the shiny gold tooth. 
but that same tooth got knocked out by the paint cans. The so paint cans got left behind. Now you're just redeeming yourself here. You're trying to you're trying just, to flex a little bit. Mm, mm, get it on. <laughs> I'm going to give you the whole plot. We should have a spoiler alert before all that. Good grief! <laughs> give the entire plot of the movie. All right, so I didn't say if they five, got. Man. I didn't say if they got away with it. I just said paint can. They definitely did. Could um, have been so a flamethrower. Three out of five. Well done, sir. Those are well good done. questions. Those are some definitely some hard ones, but not like production. Not, not production yeah. questions. Yeah. Well, uh, the Kieran one was something I figured you would know. I would have never guessed. Anything that was good. Any. I didn't even know if Kieran was older or younger than him. Honestly, I would have. I, I knew know what younger. direction to go in. And Kieran's actually had some success in Hollywood. I think he's on that show Succession now, which everyone's. I've never seen it, but everyone's raving about Succession. I have seen. My parents are like obsessed with that show and i've seen like six episodes and they're just like oh you gotta watch succession i'm just like i i get it the guy from uh the dad the uh, coach friday night lights guy i always forget his name who's great he's uh kyle chandler's in it kyle chandler yeah wow huh i think Mm, no you know what that's bloodlines i was gonna say find that questionable nope he's bloodlines no they are but they are raving about succession isn't the uh the older guy or the dad actually um the guy from super troopers kevin cox is he? I think it is. Oh, the, uh, the the head cop. Uh yeah, the head the police chief, highway trooper, <laughs> highway trooper, not nice. cop. I not digress. Cop. Okay, way, I love how your your the voice for your dad was. You gotta watch Succession. Like that is not what your dad sounds like. Yeah, it is. My dad's like Kevin Costner. He's like, <laughs> it's like John Dutton and Yellowstone. <laughs> Another show I haven't seen, but I hear the phenomenal, phenomenal show. I've got to check it out. Okay. Anyway, three out of five in trivia. Well done, sir. I'll take well it. Done. I'll take it. Um, let's get to some DFS lineups here. Let's see how we're how we're shaking out. You want me to go first this time? I think you went last time. I think you went for. Oh no, because I I did the Aaron Rodgers bomb and I saw your face. I'm like, oh, he picked Aaron Rodgers too. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't think I'm going to see your. I'm, I don't think you're going to make a face whenever I choose this quarterback. <laughs> okay. My quarterback this week, I'm rolling with Justin Fields. Let's go. No. Let's go. <laughs> no. 5,500. Oh, doctor. Okay. The Vikings are so bad on defense. They are bad if on defense. ever there's a smash spot, this is it. And I think he'll be playing <laughs> from behind. Like, Monday Night Football, we'll see what he's made of in, in prime time. I'm going running back at James Conner at 6,400. He's been on fire lately. They get Detroit. They could just pound this rock the entire game. He is questionable, so we want to keep an eye on him from an injury standpoint, but I think it'll be money. I'm going back to the well with Javante Williams in Denver. He's been Uh-oh. on fuego. I see what's happening here. I'm 6,100. I'm, I'm seeing what's happening here. And you I don't always say that. I don't I, know I'm, if I like it. I'm, okay. I'm, you spent 5,500 on a quarterback, 6,000 on a running back. And what was the other one? 6,100, 6,400 for both of these guys. Yeah. I've got I'm plenty not, of money. I'm not like, I, I haven't played Cooper in a while though. All right. I'm going with Godwin against new Orleans. Cause last okay. time they played, I told you he was going to light it up and he, he did, did. And he's going to do it again. 7,600, Chris Godwin. Okay. I got Deontay Johnson, Pittsburgh. He's been money in the bank for me. 7,500, taking on oh, Tennessee. Oh, man, there's still a good chunk of change left. I know you ain't doing Travis Kelsey again after what he did to you. I'm not doing Kelsey, but I don't have enough money left. I got Darnell Mooney paired with Justin Fields for 5,500. There's still cash left on the table, man, because you're going to spend like $5 <laughs> on your defense. That's true. You're not good at math. Uh, <laughs> tight end. I'm going with Ricky Seals Jones, who may He's be the only healthy pass catcher. I was catcher. looking at him. I was 3400. The Eagles are worse in the league against tight ends. And then flex. I played him last week. I'm going KJ Osborne. 4500. Wow. 
or Minnesota. I guess I'm not good at math. You're not good at math. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I'm not um, good. A bunch of six thousand and seven thousand dollar players will add That's up. That's true. You know? Yeah. So forty five hundred for Osborne. I'm banking on Thielen not playing this week, and if he does, I'll just have to roll with whatever I get out of Osborne. He's he's been successful yeah. when all three have played before, but we'll see. And then defense. I'm actually spending up a little bit in defense this Ooh. week. So I, I went thirty one hundred. I'm taking wow. the Bills. Taking the Bills, taking on the Panthers. That's a smart play. <laughs> I got to tell you, I didn't like any of the low defenses this week. The matchups were like atrocious. Oh, and trust so me. I the bottom either. four, the bottom four defenses are playing Arizona, Buffalo, Kansas City, and Tampa. So I was like, nah, I'm not doing nah. any of that. I don't okay. want the Jets because they just suck. I don't want to take on Green Bay or the Rams or Dallas. I mean, these are just terrible matchups. Washington's got COVID. Atlanta's got San Fran. They're not even a good defense anyway. Yeah. I thought about, and I had enough money I could go to the Bills, but I, the other ones I thought about were um, the Houston-Jacksonville game. You know, I one of those guys, but <laughs> they both suck as defenses anyway. So, like, I just ponied up 3,100, go for the Bills. Okay. Let's see if it pays out going against your uh, your philosophy here, but I like it. It's a good play because Panthers yeah. are trash. All yeah. right. My turn. We did not have any uh, duplicates. Nice. Yeah. Surprised you didn't go with Godwin, actually. I figured that would be one you'd go for. He was uh, very close. Very close. Uh, for quarterback, although I did go with Justin. Uh, quarterback Justin Herbert, that is, going oh. against the Chiefs tonight. Uh, one. I just I like Justin Herbert, man. They've been they've been on fire, so I'm going with yeah. the Chargers. 7,100 against the Chiefs tonight. Uh, for my running back, just picked him off off waivers. One Rashad Penny putting my money, literally fake money, where my mouth is. $5,400 <laughs> for Rashad Penny. It's a tough Rams defense, but Pete Carroll even said it's time to give Penny a shot. This is time to earn it. It's a contract year. He needs to yep. show what he can do coming into free yeah. agency. My other running back is the only guy healthy on this team is Cleveland's Nick Chubb. I figured yep. it's going to be the Chubb show uh, yeah. against a Vegas defense, which is so-so. Well, actually, it's probably 30th against the run, so better than so-so <laughs> for me, at least. So he was 7,700 uh, for Nick Chubb. Nice. Yep. It's a good play. Uh, wide receivers, going to go with Michael Gallup playing against the Giants. That uh, Giants pass defense is not great, and he's been sneaking some catches, man. Amari Cooper's kind of been a little absent lately, and I've liked what I've been seeing out of Gallup. So he was a cheap okay. 5,500. Yeah. Uh, my other, this was kind of a steal. I like him. He's been hurt most of the year, but he's back. Got Devonte Parker uh, for the Dolphins going against the Jets. He was for mm. a cool forty three hundred. So mm. I liked the potential for him because the games he's played, he's he's been averaging about ten to twelve points. So for forty three hundred, you'll take need that. twelve to get your money right. I'll take. You're that. You're saving a lot of money here. I'm I'm interested to see what's going to happen. My wide receiver three is. Jacoby Myers going for the Patriots against the Colts. He's uh, <laughs> going to get his second touchdown of the year. I feel Did it. He spends seven thousand dollars on a defense. Just <laughs> I <don't> feel it. <laughs> uh, I like Jacoby. I figure they're going to pass more than three times this game. So uh, I figure for five thousand, he was a good a good value. And I just I just have a feeling that they're they might have to be airing it out a little bit this game, even though they really have been pounding the ball. So I just like, yeah, it's a middle of the round Colts defense. So I think Jacoby has a chance. Maybe he'll throw for a touchdown. He, they they yeah. love him throwing it. So you obviously went with Kelsey because you have a hundred. My tight left. end. Watch out. Gerald Everett of those Seattle Seahawks. Cool. $3,500. All he does. Are you serious? Seven points. Yeah. He's 3,500 man. That's pretty cheap. I'm just trying to figure out where your money went, dude. I know you're probably going to play Justin Jefferson here for 8,500, but like 
doesn't feel right. My defense, the number one defense in the league, the Carolina Panthers playing against those Buffalo oh Bills. My God. Oh my God, dude. How could you? I uh, know. Because I needed money, man. And I was like, ugh, maybe the Bills will just suck again, but they won't. So I was like, 2400 just throw away my money. It's fine. And my flex. It's about to happen to you again, my friend. You're getting Cooper cuffed. He's oh, back geez. in my lineup. He's back, baby. $9,000 oh, against the Seahawks. Yeah, $9,000. I mean, that's how... Listen, that's how it happens. That's why I had to go away from him. I know. The rest I, of your team is hot garbage. Do hot you garbage. I mean, roll $4,000 players on I your do. team. I do. He just wrecks the lineup. I was happy with Herbert. I was happy with Chubb. I figured Penny could be a good value play. But sure. I was like, going into it, Cooper Cup was the first person I just put in the lineup. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to build it around it. Let's see what Dang. I can do. <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised you did it. I had and OBJ to. gone too. Like that, he's going to be. It's been a while. He's going to get 15 for 200. Yep. He's so going to throw some points, but shit, you got Jacoby Meyer and Devontae Parker <laughs> also going for you and Gerald Everett. Like you're, yeah, it's a revenge game for Gerald Everett. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So there you go, man. There's okay. The squad. The Cooper Cups. All right. There it is. The flying Cooper Cups. All right. I got to say, I'm a little nervous. <laughs> <laughs> this is the, again, one of those times when I don't pick him. He always blows up on me. Um, I'm going to tell you some sports book picks, and I'm putting these in my Better Off app because this segment is sponsored by our friends at Better Off. Be a better, better by playing on Better Off. You can follow us at Ktroll and Ethan.Gelfan in the app. I've already got my picks in. I'm going three confidence points with each of these. Here it is. Arizona minus 13 against Detroit. <laughs> Blowout city. <laughs> Arizona, uh, Kyler's not going to play the second half. They're going to be up by 40. This is going to be just a, a smoking smoke show. Not the right term there. A smoking but. smoke show. I like it, though. That works. We're going with it. It's going to be a smoking smoke show. So I'm going Arizona over Detroit minus 13 in the Better Off app. And I got Green Bay minus 5.5 in the Better Off app versus Baltimore. So, um, again, I think this should be a kind of a blowout. I mean, I know Baltimore has has had some good games this season. Lamar's banged up. It sounds like he's going to play, but he's not going to be able to run. And if he doesn't play, I have even less faith. They have not looked good on offense recently. And Green Bay is surging, as we said. Surging his toe. I'm taking Green Bay minus five and a half here. Let's see what happens. Okay. I like because of COVID largely, and because these teams are both offensive teams, I like Seattle and the Rams to go over 45 and a half. Um, if the Rams were fully healthy, I would have some hesitations there on their defense, but I think Seattle can put up some points. Uh, divisional rivalry. I'm going over 45 and a half in the better off app. And my parlay, I got plus 145 odds per better off. Green Bay over Baltimore, San Fran over Atlanta, Buffalo over Carolina, and just for fun, Arizona over Detroit. <laughs> just for fun. <laughs> just to get that in there. It bumped it up by like, Two? 20, 20 points or something. <laughs> that's a lot. Yeah. I'm surprised. Yeah. So that's a plus 145 in the Better Off app. You can find all my picks there under K Troll. And I'm putting three confidence points on each of those sportsbook plays. So I know you're going to make fun of me for this because we'll get to that in two seconds. But I am currently on the leaderboards in the Better Off app. And I know you're already rolling your eyes. I am rolling my because eyes. Because I have my eyelids, which are closed. <laughs> Inside the lids because I'm on a seven game winning streak. So I just love seeing my little picture up on that uh, leaderboard. Just saying. If you follow Ethan's picks, you will win. 
His picks are Tampa Bay money line over the Lions. Uh, like, it was the Bills, okay. so that was a tougher game. Well, that's a tough game, but uh, but it's normally it's like yes, Arizona I money go, line minus six fifteen <laughs> over the Lions. You're gonna win a dollar fifty if you put ten dollars on there or something. Hey, listen, I needed a win, and I figured last week was a great one because these were some pretty lopsided matchups. I needed a feel good story last week because I have not felt good, so I needed to feel good. I had you lots are, of confidence points. You, you are on. The leaderboard and you are too because you're in my it's picture. like it's like jared goff has an nfl record same idea you know what are you on the leaderboard no okay well i am <laughs> well, i you am have an nfl record no i do i do so there we go okay appreciate it better off thank you guys all right so um this is actually gonna be a lot of fun we've got for our do it bet of the week do it do it do it we took this is Ethan's idea, great idea. We took the worst team in our league, or the team that finished last. I'm not yes, worst I wouldn't say it's the worst team. Team that finished last in our league with a four and ten record, Gethan Elfland. <laughs> <laughs> I actually think it's pronounced Gethan Elfland. Gethan, it's G apostrophe. It's a great team name. Uh, <laughs> this is our boy Drader, who we love dearly. Uh, we're going to be drafting his team and uh, see how it plays out. So we'll each so, take we'll each take two players from his team, and once again we'll do our snake draft. So you get picks one and four, or two and three. So Kemper, please flip the Thomas Jefferson digitally. I think we ought to do. Um, well, yeah, he's only got one tight end. I was going to say we ought to do four players, but he's only got one tight end. Yeah, it's fine. We're fine. I was going to I was going to sneak that in. Okay, two players from his team. All right, here goes the flip, Mr. Lincoln. No, Jefferson. Oh, heads. sorry, I already did Lincoln. It's heads. Yes, he finally came through for you. It's been a while since I've gotten heads, so yeah, I'm going garbage. Picks, I'm going picks one and four, no question. Dang! All right, so, give me give me that Aaron Rodgers toe. I want it. Yeah, yeah, I figured as much. Now, can we? We can't pick more than one player at a position, can we? Or you can. So, like, if you take a wide receiver, I'm not allowed to pick. No, you can pick as anybody on this team is available. Oh, but you're saying like if you wanted to pick two wide receivers. No, I'm saying no, no, no. I'm I'm trying to make sure. Like, do I have to pick his other quarterback, or else you're going to pick no. him? Is that what, that's what I'm wondering? Oh, I won't do that. Like that, I'm not going to pick Taylor Heineke. I'll tell you, you that. You can't have to. Well, he's got he's got Derek Carr. Oh, that's right. He has and Taylor Heineke. <laughs> I will not. I'll tell you. I will not pick another quarterback. Okay, I'll tell you that straight up. So you're going to give me your word on that? Okay, one hundred percent. Fine. Okay, then I'm going to go with um, Nick Chubb. Yep, and. Ooh, this is tough. It is tough. I see. I see two players. I know who you're going between. Yeah, I'm taking the other one. So just know that. Yeah, give me, um, give me Nick Chubb and George Kittle. Damn it! I wanted Kittle. I want him back I mean, up because I wanted him back on my team. Oh wait a second. Hang on a second. Uh, you got you locked in. Unless you don't want him, it's fine. Why are you waiting well, a second? They're playing the well, Falcons. Because I feel like we need we need more players. No, we just need two on each. Two each, man. Okay, so both these guys have to outscore Derek Carr. <laughs> Didn't take a quarterback. This was foolish. This was uh, I'm not good at this. <laughs> I mean, okay. I'll let you take away Kittle if you want. If you want to take yeah, Derek Carr, that's fine. I'll give me Kittle and Chubb. <laughs> I'm taking Aaron Rodgers and Tyreek Hill. He's the dumbest. This is the dumbest draft. This is as dumb as that time when you took Devontae Adams and Tom Brady, and I'm like, give me uh, Taysom Hill and. <laughs> 
<laughs> that was the greatest of all time. I literally had Tom Brady, Devontae Adams, and Christian McCaffrey. And Christian McCaffrey, too. <laughs> yeah, I think he oh, played like God. Darnell Mooney. I'm feeling good about Darnell yeah. Mooney. Yeah, yeah. Jeez, I'm bad at this. So, yes, I will take Tyreek Hill. Yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> That's good. So with that being said, I think Aaron Rodgers and Tyreek Hill will score more points than George Kittle and Nick Chubb. Do it. I I very emphatically think that Nick <laughs> Chubb and George Kittle will score more fantasy points than Aaron Rodgers and Tyreek Hill this week. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. So confident in that. So confident. Although, hey, man, in the past two weeks, George Kittle has scored the most points of any of these players in the past two I weeks. Know. That, that is true. So. That is true. It is it is literally possible. It's very unlikely, but it is possible. The Rodgers pick just kind of screwed me. <laughs> hey, your boy, it's your boy, Abe Lincoln. I told you to go Thomas Jefferson. But yeah, I know. Abe. I know. All right, so I want to mention this again. We've got this college bowl mania going on ESPN. Yeah. And this is going to be a lot of fun. The group is swelling in size. First game's actually tomorrow. Thought it was today. Led you astray. Shows you how much, how well I'm going to do in the pick <laughs> Um But first games are actually tomorrow. So you do have today to jump in the pool. And even early tomorrow, the game kicks, I think, at noon or 11 um, Eastern. So anyway, the Bowl uh, bowl Mania on ESPN's Capital One Bowl Mania. We always like to mention sponsors. <laughs> the group is called Fold in the Cheese, and the password is capital F-I-T-C. Jump in there. We're giving away 200 bucks. 200 bucks. Once again, thanks to our peeps over at Better Off. They are sponsoring this tournament, giving away 200 bucks. It's free entry, man. Just super easy. Make your picks and join. you can win $200. So get in there and uh, yeah, go up against us. While you're on your on your way in there, be sure to sign up for our email at email.foldthecheese.com. Drop us your email address. Jump in this bowl pick'em league. Win some cash. Get some great emails. Get all the informations. All the good stuff. Just alls. You just had it alls. You just get all the alls. So I like all the it. alls. Yeah, so, we're in the giving. Tis the season. We're in the giving mood. It is the giving season, and we're giving away two hundred dollars just for re-emphasis. Two hundred bucks, man. It's easy. So big episode, man. A lot going on. I liked it. Home Alone, Capital One, better off. Keep folding that cheese. Fold it. Here's a Zach wrap. How about a Zach wrap? Get a little hungry. I had a Zach snack. Christmas time, I take a Zach nap. And that's a Zach wrap on my Zach wrap.